From our family to your family, this is a Legacy of Faith, the podcast. Welcome to A Legacy of Faith, a podcast designed to help your family survive the day, plan for tomorrow, and always keep an eye on eternity. Welcome to episode number 161 of the program. Lay it's good back with you. Thank you. Last time we talked about vacation Bible school, so this time we talked to talk about something completely different, sort of. Because we're still talking about educating children, just our own children this time. Usually, or I shouldn't say usually, often on the podcast, I'll look at you and I'll say, Lee, you shared an article, or... This time, it is, Leah, I wrote an article. How about that? Wow. It was a long time ago, though. Um, it basically is what was about um, having family devotionals when you have teenagers in the house. Mm-hmm. And obviously, we have teenagers in the house. But one reason I wanted to write that article is because if you just kind of you know Google search or something, you know, family devo ideas, almost everything you find is for little kids, maybe elementary kids, if you're lucky, if you're really lucky, you know, tweens, something mm-hmm. like that. But finding good ideas for teenagers, at best you're going to find books. Here, buy this book of 55 Devo ideas for your teenagers. But just stuff to do with them at home, you, you're on your own for the most part, unless I'm terrible at Googling, which I probably am. So what we want to talk about just for a few minutes on this episode are some things that we have done, um, some things maybe we'd like to do uh, now that our kids are teenagers. And before we start, we will say, we're not perfect to have family devos. We advocate for it all the time. That doesn't mean we're not most famous all seven nights of the week. Every We just don't do that. Um, but we, we do make an effort to do it two or three times a week. And it looks very different. Uh, it's, in other words, it's not, you know, sit down and have two songs, a prayer, Daddy preaches a 25-minute sermon. That's just not it. That's not what we're talking about. Usually we're talking about, what, 10 to 15 minutes, somewhere in that range, maybe a little longer sometimes. And when you have teenagers in the house, the goal is you realize you don't have a ton of time left with them. Right. So what are some things, A, you want them to know, but also be obviously that are still engaging and are devotional level, not let's take a, take a deep dive into Exodus for the next you know fifteen hours tonight. Mm-hmm. So before we kind of get into some things we've done, let me just kind of ask you this, and this may seem like a weird question, Thanks. which I'm really good at. What are some of the differences you see in how we do family devos now that our kids are, our kids as this is being released are sixteen and fifteen? You know, from when they were, let's say, six and five, or even ten and eight, or ten and nine, whatever. Well, it used to be more um, Bible account or Bible lesson. I try not to say Bible stories. <laughs> I know I do sometimes. I hope everybody knows. But it used to be more like what you might, you know, do in a Bible class setting, mm-hmm. like maybe read a Bible story to them from a Bible story book or I know when they were really little sometimes we would take their little uh, take homes and review without through the week with them Mm -hmm. like what is that little sheet what is that about you know and everything and so now it looks more like obviously I think there are more doctrinal things that we talked to that we talk about and also 
like maybe apologetics, you know, yeah. current events that we might discuss. Yeah, um, I think it's safe it, to say, not overall, but I think now it leans a lot more towards the practical, besides just right. being deeper, but it leans more towards the application. Right. You know, we not not that we don't still think they should increase their Bible knowledge, but it's more and more on the, in a, an adult level, like right. a young adult level, because, you know, in a few years they'll be... On their own. On their own. <laughs> you know, like, what do we want them to know? Like you say, like, what do we want them to know before they leave our home and what things do we want them to be grounded in and I mean it's overwhelming because there's a bunch yeah you're, ne- mean, you're never you can make a list and say these are the things right. I'm going to teach them you're never going to teach them Ooh. everything but it does help to kind of say either well not really either but what do we want to focus on and as we said how can we keep that engaging um, and so th- these are some things maybe we've done or want to do and one of the things and this is actually in the article I wrote but I'll mention it just to start off with are, are the videos from Appian Media. Mm-hmm. Um, those have been good. We, we did some of those with our family. Frankly, we did some, one set with Teens in the Word. Mm-hmm. Uh, and part of that was because our kids, Mary Carolyn Turner, loved them so much, one set of them, that we were like, this might be cool with Teens in the Word. Mm-hmm. And it worked fairly well. It was during the COVID time, so it kind of worked, and they kind of didn't work, so we had to shut it down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but overall, it was going to work. Did we ever finish those? No, we didn't. We had to finish them yeah. with the kids. Well, just to with our finish kids. them out. Um, but... If you're unfamiliar with their work, APPIN, Appian Media, um, they're members of the Ward's Church, and sometimes, I'll just say this, sometimes videos done by members of the Ward's Church are pretty cheesy. These are not. They're great. They are so incredibly done as far as the cinematography, the editing, all that kind of stuff. Um, It is, you know, neither one of us are movie critics, but they are incredible. Um, And... As this is being released, there are three three sets of videos. The one we watched with the kids, the first one we watched with the kids, uh, dealt with the life of Christ, um, mm-hmm. and it was phenomenal. When, when you have your kids asking, "Is that what we're doing tonight?" That's a pretty good sign. Right. Um, the second set we did with Teens in the Word deals with sort of that transition from the, or excuse me, from the time of the judges to the United Kingdom, kind of life of Saul and David, and that. And then the other one is it's, it's strange. It's a one video series, but it's a really long video. Uh, on the seven churches of Asia. And our kids liked that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, we watched like, what, a third, sort of over three nights or something, because it's about two mm-hmm. hours long. But you can also, if you really want to just invest a little bit, the, the videos are free, by the way. You can order DVDs if you want, but they're free on YouTube uh, for sure, and I think Vimeo also, but another on YouTube. If you did want to spend a few dollars, you can actually order worksheets um, to print out or download or whatever to follow along. That's very helpful. I think they're... 10 or 15 bucks, that's not that bad. But just the videos themselves mm-hmm. make for great, great family Bible time materials. I agree. Those were really good. Well, I mean, besides the fact that, hey, they're well-made, why do you think our kids just really enjoyed it? Because they did. I mean, they, they were into it. Well, I mean, a lot of it is, to me, the visual nature of it. I mean, I always get more out of things when I'm looking at something. And, you know, I think they're... You're not as much that way. Most people are more visual learners, and you it means a lot to see things, mm-hmm. to see those places. You know, uh, if he's talking about where the where Jesus walked or where this event in the Bible happened, and they're actually there, you know, that means a lot. And, and doing a video like that in a setting, especially with older kids, it's kind of comforting because 
you know, it's not as awkward. You feel like you're watching that with them, not teaching to them, you know, that type of thing. And so I just think they enjoyed that. Yeah. You know, a lot of times you might read uh, something to them, and it was just like a change of pace. So I think they really liked it being different. Right. And as you mentioned, I kind of failed to say what they do. The videos are recorded in the Bible lands, if you want to call mm-hmm. them that, today, obviously. But then they'll say, we're pretty sure this is where, if this is not where Jesus delivered a Sermon on the Mount, it had to be in this right. you know mountain range around around this lake. So this is similar to what it would have looked like, that sort of thing. But again, the cinematography, the editing, that kind of stuff, is just out of this world. And so your kid, you, you'll enjoy them. Frankly, I, you know, like you said, I'm not that, that much a visual guy. Even I was going, this is incredible stuff. And so I'm, I'm excited for whatever they come out with next to learn. But hopefully our kids will still be at home and go through that with them too. Mm-hmm. So that, that'd be great. And speaking of videos, um, obviously we want you to teach some of this stuff as parents, but um, there's all kinds of things for free on YouTube, Apology Express videos, uh, World Video Bible School releases a lot of videos on YouTube for free. Some of those are a little bit deeper, the World Video Bible School things. But again, if you're really trying to study something with your kids, work with them, go through it. Right. A lot of the Apology Express videos, it's, you can find stuff for every age kid. Right. Um, there's even like little stuff about you know cute animals and nature and stuff. But I mean, we have done some of those with the kids every once in a while, and it's just frankly, it's just fun. I think. You know, you were talking about finding just whatever, but I think that's something we may, this may not be where you wanted this particular conversation to go, but I think it would. Do we ever know where these are going to go? I think it would be important to like kind of map out and like you would in any other area of your life and just say, hey, we're going to, this month, we're going to focus on this. I mean, maybe you want your kids to watch like the Apologetics Press videos, just some. Christian evidences, mm-hmm. you know, evidence of the Bible being true, mm-hmm. and, and do some searching on their website and come up with a handful, and then maybe the next month watch, you know, they have all kinds of videos and all kinds of articles mm-hmm. on that web. That's a wealth of knowledge yeah. there. And not just for kids. Right. And then this, I'll go ahead and go into the next, you know, some things we've done. But like, even a, even a book that we call them good old teen books, mm-hmm. you know, that we went through when we were, a lot of those things haven't changed, and, you know, kids still need, they still need to know about drinking. The, and, that's what I call the world-famous 13-chapter right. books. Right, you know, there are so many of those out there, and, um, you know, pick a few of those, pick a few, even, you know, especially even the old ones, you know, mm-hmm. if you have some around the house or see some out at a, lectureship or something buy those with that in mind like you know use that as a guide for family devotionals for a few months or they're great and and like you said if they're older you might have to tell your kids like if it's a statistic or something maybe these statistics have changed or maybe this illustration is a little bit out of date or something (laughs) but the actual information is great and they're smart enough to know and it's funny sometimes and we can oh back that's when we were growing up that's what you did that's how you made a phone call you know whatever and so we've we've done that uh, we've done some of those as a family and i'll just say there was a stretch of time not long after you moved here to, to paducah where on tuesdays you were going to a ladies bible class and I would come home on those Tuesdays and spend some time with Turner um, while you were gone. And so and he, and, he and I went through. Mary Carroll would go with me. Yeah, Mary Carroll right. would go with you to lay his Bible class. more sense. And, and he and I would go through mm-hmm. one of those books, just the two of us. Mm-hmm. And 
I'll admit he wasn't just super engaged, but he's told before once in a while that he kind of liked a couple of those books a little bit. And it, some of that I think is because he's spending time with Dad. I get that. But it was also, it, we, we could answer some of the questions, and he knew it was just Daddy. It's okay. And I think you can do this in different ways. You know, we probably could do this better. You know, you could say sometime this week read this chapter and then we're going to discuss mm-hmm. it more like give them the book or make whatever have them highlight or write down mm-hmm. notes or questions they have about it and that could be your devo time mm-hmm. and that might be better i know like sometimes we're just you know we might read the chapter and then maybe Answer the questions. do some questions on it but it might be more engaging if yeah. they read it themselves if they're obviously old enough and then um uh, just your family Bible time be discussing and the same going along with just having just a general book like that but you can also as they get older especially if they are like getting the age of our kids you know if it's not too deep of a book find some topic topical books like I you know I'm thinking of the one by uh Dan Chambers Mm -hmm. about the piano in the church building you know yeah it's written in a really kind of and it's really short it's short and it's you know he's just a good it's yeah that's what it's it's a conversational kind of book to where it's not gonna be i mean it's theological it's doctrinal but it's still like i could see them reading it and so like do some asking about a book about what are some doctrinal things you want your kids to mm-hmm. at least have been exposed to? Like, why do we believe this? And what mm-hmm. does the Bible say about that? And, you know, I don't know. And I'll, I'll combine a couple of those things. You mentioned, you know, kind of the 13 chapter books and we've mm-hmm. mentioned videos. One of the things that we have done for Central and then last year did it as a family uh, is actually from Lights to Leaders. It's called Defender. Mm-hmm. But you don't have to do live players to do this. And the books are actually written by Kyle Butt and Eric Lyons through mm-hmm. Apology Express. And one of the things that makes them really cool is there's about 12 or 13 chapters. It kind of is a 13-chapter book. But one, one is like defending the Bible or something. But scattered throughout each lesson is a prompt to watch one, of their, one or two of their shorter videos on mm-hmm. YouTube you know, about something from science, something, you know, whatever. And so it kind of mixes those two things. It's really cool. And... Figuring out how to do it as a family is a little weird because you're kind of reading along and, hey, let's stop and watch this video. It's, it's some, it can be a little awkward in, in that way, but it does break it up to where it's not just sit and read a chapter, but it's mm-hmm. also not sit and watch three or four videos. It's actually both. And so, again, you can just you know go to Apology Express website or Live Studios website either one and look into that. And those, they're probably, our kids now, 16 and 15, they're kind of at the top end as far as those are geared for. They're really geared more from maybe like 12 to 15, something like that. But we'll do it again this year, I can much guarantee it, because the material, even though it's geared for a little bit younger than our kids, is still so good, and you get to incorporate the videos into it so you kind of get the best of both worlds. Mm-hmm. So that's one I'd recommend for, for sure. Um, speaking of, of that, I mean, we don't work for any of these places, but like Lads to Leaders has plenty of back materials, for, you know, pearls and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. and that, Most of those are good. This year's... This year's Pearl's book, I haven't got to read it yet, is on building the godly home. You talk about something you want your kids to know before right. they leave the house. Mm-hmm. If your congregation doesn't even like Lads the Leaders, order the book as a family and just study that book mm-hmm. as a class book. Now, one of the chapters stinks. <laughs> the one, the one, one that I wrote. It's <laughs> uh, horrible. But oh, I'm, sure, I'm sure the other ones are really, really good. Um, and, again, 
that's a subject you for sure want to make sure you talk to your kids about before they leave the house, yeah. and there's a book ready for you. Well, I don't think we've done, have, we've probably done a po- podcast before about what kinds of things, you know, you should want your kids to know. Well, we mentioned all the time. But make a list of those, and then just go find the materials, because they're, you know, I'm just sitting here thinking, like, we could probably talk forever about just different materials and we could we could spend a lot of times like I was saying about a pot there's you could spend forever talking about the different things they have you know mm-hmm. tracks or uh, whatever I mean just the book the little books for the little kids or for the older kids or for adults that kind of stuff if you're talking about teenagers I mean you mm-hmm. could find so much stuff that you could use so really it's more about here's what I want them to be more solid on and you know, go go after it. Make a list and then look for the resources. They're out there, yeah. you know. I'll mention another thing. I've got two or three more ideas if, if we have the time. But Now, this is not something we've done a million times. We've literally done it once, but we've already said we're going to come back to it again. We took an evening one time. We didn't have a whole lot of time. Uh, we had done a ton of stuff around the house or something. I was like, we have not done a Bible time if we're ever going to do one. And so I pulled out the old Strong's Concordance off the shelf. And taught the kids how to actually use Strong's Concordance. And you thought that was just the neatest thing mm-hmm. ever. Um, of course, that's all online now. I get it. But for them to know what that is and right. how to use it is a... And I told them, I said, if you know this one skill, you're ahead of a whole lot of other people in Bible study. Um, so even just things like that, kind of how to study the Bible kind of things. That's something I want them to know before we leave the house. Not that they're going to be perfect Bible students, but here's a few tips that have you way ahead of mm-hmm. most people in just personal Bible study. So teaching them how to use, you know, Strong's Concordance or, you know, Blue Letter Bible website, um, Nays Topical Bible, those sorts of things. I'll give you one that you could do as a family. It's Adam Fong's Bible Marking Series on... Margin Notes. Margin Notes, yes. Even that that kind of thing, or or the Kathy Pollard's uh, Bible Marking Series, that I think they're on Come Come Through Your your Cup a lot, and, and, and... just going through those with your kids as they get older, giving them some, pick pick some of those topics that are really good that they might use with their own study or with studying with friends and make that be a Bible time just because that's a invaluable tool to have, like a note, a series in your Bible and that kind of thing. If you don't know what those are, I mean, that's really good. Yeah, I know you're all mentioning that. <clears throat> you know, the, mar- no, I, you the, the margin it. notes... We released those through Central on Central's YouTube page and, and Facebook page. We released on both of them. Um, I'm trying to think because I, I record those so far ahead. As this is being released, their entire series now on Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, Philemon, and then I've already recorded. I, I care what's been released and what hasn't. Every, yeah. Okay. What's been, what's been released so far is Genesis, Exodus, Philemon. Leviticus Numbers Deuteronomy. And I'll just go ahead and give you the preview. What's coming next is 1st, first, 2nd, second, first, second, 3rd John, and then the first 25 Psalms are coming next. That's actually what I'm recording the next couple of weeks is, is Psalm up, up through 25. So, mm-hmm. And that'll stretch out to the near the end of the year at that point. So th- those, yeah, they're not perfect. I, my, my tagline is, the text of the Bible is perfect, my notes aren't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's helpful to teach mm-hmm. them. Here's something you can put over there and you know how to write something briefly. I'll just say, even though I do them, the best part of the book are the outlines. Here's a, a book, an outline of the book, you know, or the outline of this part of the book. That's, I mean, I love me, that kind of part. stuff. You could write it, you know, have your kids writing it at the top of their Bible. And yeah. I, I 
think those are, are great. So th- those are helpful. You know, just teaching your kids how to study the Bible, you know, like your Strong's Concordance, teaching them how to use Blue Letter Bible, that, that kind of stuff is, is huge. Because like I said, that's, that's giving them a, a heads up. One thing we talk about a lot when we talk about family devotionals is it doesn't have to always be quote-unquote study. Sing as a family and call it family Bible time. There's a night you're tired. That's, that's our Saturday thing. Every week when we're together, we sing for, you know, each, each one of us always picks out a song, and sometimes we might sing two or three more, but it's always, you know, four songs at least. That's our, and it's actually turned into where Turner now is one of our songers at church on Sunday nights, and so those weeks, he practices the songs in front of us because he's nervous. He, he gets very nervous about leading singing. That's a great use of family Bible time, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, if you got a son who's supposed to read Scripture next Sunday morning, you know, and they're very nervous, let him practice in front of you. That's that's fine. Right. Um, the, the key to it is, and we can talk about other specifics if, if we want to, but really the key to it is, one, do it. <laughs> but also, as we've said several times, be intentional. Your, your time is not forever. What are the main things you want them to know? And go for it. Are you going to teach them everything? No. When your kids leave, you go, oh, we didn't teach them. But you can say, we made a run at it. And mm-hmm. our kids can never say that we didn't try to teach them some very, very, very mm-hmm. things are important to God and to us. Right. Um, and so that's what it's all about. Um, as you as you have teenagers, you get very busy. You know, Mary Carol, as we said in the last podcast, has a job now. You know, so you have all these other things to start competing for time you can still find time to do this. Maybe not seven nights a week. It might be one or two or three. But it's still there if you'll prioritize it. And uh, it might mean you miss the end of a game, <laughs> you know, on TV, or you have to you record your sitcom and watch it later, or maybe you have to get up earlier and do it before you all leave for work in the morning or, or in school or whatever the next day, or that day, I should say. But the time is there. I was going to say, I think when they're little, you're like, well, this would be good. I wish we could do this, but I mean, when to me, when your kids are getting older, it is more and more crucial. That's a lot of times people might do it and they grow out of it because they get mm-hmm. busier, but it's really more and more crucial. It's good to start so your kids are kind of used to mm-hmm. this religious talk at home. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I think that's what pe- throws people off, like your family's not used to actually doing stuff like this, so it feels very awkward, but if, the more you do it, the less awkward it is, but... You know, if you've done that as they've been growing up, but, you know, at this age when they're, you can do a lot more with it and you can really have a lot more discussion and there's really, it's just limitless what you could really talk to them about. So the main thing is to make the time and just like you say, just do it. Yeah, absolutely. So this this episode may not be as long as some others, but it's really meant to be just more of an encouragement. Um, This is the stage of life we're in, you know, where our kids are teenagers and where life is very, very busy. And we're not perfect at this, but these are some things we've tried or want to try, want to try to do again, you know, how to study the Bible kind of stuff. And like you said, just building a list of, hey, we've got five or six ideas. We actually need more like ten. <laughs> Let's maybe build that we, list maybe that can be it. our next podcast. Let's just make a Whoa. list of are we things planning ahead? you should teach your teenagers that you can talk to them about before. That might maybe. work. Are we actually promising just it? No, I, last time we had a two-part, we, we went four months without recording. <laughs> not saying, I'm just saying. Mm. I think we can do another one fairly soon. So we look forward to be back with you in a couple of weeks. But anyway, we, we hope this is encouraging. Even if you have little kids, 
be doing family Bible time and think about, okay, as they get to be instead of six and seven, 16 and 17, mm-hmm. how's that going to look? And what can we do now, as you said, to lay down the groundwork where this isn't going to be weird. We've been doing this since you were little kids. It may look a little different now because we're doing a different time of day or maybe not every night or whatever it is, but it's not weird. It's just mm-hmm. what we do around here. Um, and then as they are older, keep doing it and they're going to roll their eyes every once in a while. They're going to want to be on the phone with their friends every once in a while, but it's just not weird. This is what we do. Mm-hmm. And so we encourage you to do that. We're going to try to do better. Uh, as, like I said, we're not perfect, but we're going to try to do better going forward because the time isn't, isn't forever, but we still have it. And so we're going to use it to do what we can. Anything else? Well, all kinds of stuff. Need to say. You just, you just promised another podcast. So I, I know there's all kinds of stuff I want to say. But anything else specifically on this particular subject we can talk about? No. <laughs> we hope this is encouraging. Lee, I love you. Love you. And remember, until next time, your family can go to heaven. Just make sure you go there together.